Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Monday, December 19th, and this is People Every Day. Well, hello there, everyone. Janine Rubenstein back with you once again. A big thank you to Brianne Heldman for filling in for me last Friday. There is so much happening. Lionel Messi and Argentina defeated France in an incredible World Cup final yesterday. It's the last full official work week of 2022. Uh, Hanukkah is underway, and it's only six more sleeps until Christmas. It's been a big year, so each day this week, on top of bringing you the latest news and stories, we're going to take a look back at some of the biggest pop culture moments of 2022. Let's get today started with what's been swirling around out there in the world. We begin with a story that we've spent much of 2022 talking about. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Today, Heard released a statement saying that she has made a very difficult decision to settle the defamation case brought against her by ex-husband Johnny Depp. As you may recall, Depp was set to receive $10 million in damages, and Heard herself was awarded $2 million in damages from her countersuit. In recent months, Heard assembled a new legal team in an effort to appeal the decision, but that appears to be over. Today, she explained her decision, saying in part, I finally have an opportunity to emancipate myself from something I attempted to leave over six years ago and on terms I can agree to. I have made no admission. This is not an act of concession. There are no restrictions or gags with respect to my voice moving forward. A source close to Depp told People, quote, it's a seven-figure settlement. The judgment is in place. But part of the point of appealing it for her was both the financial reasons but also to ensure there wasn't a judgment in place against her. And the source added, Depp has said it wasn't about money. He just wanted the truth. Heard cited the public backlash as a factor in her decision to not move forward with the appeal and said she didn't want to deal with that kind of attention again. The trial took off on social media, of course, with a large contingent of fans siding with Depp and voicing negative opinions of Heard. You'd like to think that this is the end of this debacle, and it very well could be. But if there's one thing I learned from following the story all year, there could always be something new and newsy around the corner. Moving on to our weekend update. Saturday Night Live said goodbye to Cecily Strong. Strong's 11-season run makes her the longest-tenured female cast member in SNL history. During her time on the show, the Oak Park, Illinois native was nominated for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series in 2020 and 2021 and was known for impressions including Sofia Vergara, Kimberly Guilfoyle, and Janine Pirro. Mama's got one volume and it's three Chardonnays deep by the crowded party. Some of her most iconic characters include the girl you wish you hadn't started a conversation with at a party. There are homeless people out there who can't even pay their mortgages. Is that what George Washington had in mind when he started America? It's like, read something, Seth. Learn a book. And of course, her hilarious Kathy Ann, who stopped by the Weekend Update desk one last time to say goodbye. But I had a lot of fun here. And I feel really lucky that I got to have so many of the best moments of my life in this place 
with these people that I love so much. Strong will next star in season two of the Apple TV Plus series Schmigadoon, which is executive produced by the man behind SNL's magic, Lauren Michaels. Thank you, Cecily, for all of the laughs. I'm sure she'll be back to host in no time. And now over the weekend, Jamie Spears made some headlines after he gave an interview defending his decision to put his daughter, pop singer and cultural icon Britney Spears, under a 13-year conservatorship. Needless to say, there is a lot to unpack here. Just over a year after Britney Spears was freed from her 13-year-long conservatorship, her father, Jamie, is speaking out. As fans know, the conservatorship allowed Jamie to have complete control over Britney's life and finances. While many of her fans all over the world saw it as a way to manipulate and control the singer, that's not how Jamie sees it. And in a new interview, he's speaking out against all the backlash he's received and more. There's a lot to get into here, so joining me now is People's senior editor, Melody Chu. Hey, Mel, welcome back. Thanks, Janine. So when speaking to the Mail on Sunday, Jamie says when it comes to the conservatorship, quote, not everybody's going to agree with me, but he insists he did everything in the best interest of his daughter. So what else did he say about his intentions? You know, he said over and over again, whether in court or to the press, that he's always acted out of love for Britney. He did everything he's insisted to save her life, to save her finances, to save her relationship with her sons. He said the last three years have been really hard for him, of course, with all the hate and what he says are lies about, as you said, his intentions. It sounds like he wouldn't have done anything different even now. Well, let's talk about what he said about his relationship with his grandsons. Brittany has two boys, Sean Preston and Jaden James, who she shares with her ex-husband, Kevin Federline. And Jamie delved into how he helped take care of the boys while the conservatorship was in place. So according to him, what did he say about that? So they've been estranged. He says that's been really hard. He wants a relationship with his grandsons. But it sounds like he understands why it's been so difficult of a relationship. And he just obviously hopes that changes. And he, yeah, just admits the family's a big mess right now, not surprisingly. But he claims that it was really he and Kevin who raised these kids while their mom was dealing with a lot. It seems like he was kind of like that middle person allowing them to have time with both Brittany and Kevin, which we know from recent reports, that's kind of fallen away, right? The kids are spending a lot of time, almost all of their time with Kevin and have even spoken about that themselves. Exactly. They did their own interview. That was really shocking. We've never heard them speak before this in this way. It's just really heartbreaking. They also said they love their mom, but... It's hard for them to see everything play out so publicly. They're not comfortable with her social media posts. Just kind of want to live a normal teenage life. Um, And and it sounds like, um, from what they said, Kevin is able to provide that. Super interesting. But Jamie also touched on the situation with Britney's finances, which I know fans have made a lot of fuss about, saying, quote, She had no money whatsoever when the conservatorship began. Like, what? This is news to me. Yeah, it was shocking to read that he claimed she was entirely broke. But I guess when you think back to it, if what he's saying is true, I guess could make sense because she had been going through such a difficult time then and she was surrounded by all these awful people taking advantage Mm. of her. Everything conservatorship aside, 
it was clear that she was not surrounded by good people. She had people mooching off her, just not healthy in a way that she was spending money. And, and I think she's even sort of acknowledged that herself. But yeah, it's shocking to hear him say that, that she's totally broke. And people, I think I've also said, well, considering all the touring and the shows and residencies, sponsorships, how could she only have $50 million? And I guess this is Jamie trying to say, well, it's because she was flat broke then. Yeah, I, I don't know. That was super interesting too, I thought. Well, I want to get into what he said about all of the backlash surrounding the conservatorship. He maintains that most people, quote, don't have a clue what the truth is. So what does he say the truth is about this conservatorship and his role in it and some of the things that have been claimed to have taken place to hurt or harm Brittany during that conservatorship? It is true that no one knows what was happening behind closed doors. I mean, none of Mm. us still know what exactly what's going on with her health, with the relationship with the kids, all of that. Mm. And I think now he's just insisting that he saved her life, that had she continued going down this road before the conservatorship, that she would have ended up dead, which sounds so drastic. I mean, look at everyone we've lost recently. Yeah. Um, and I don't think something like that is out of the question for anyone, not even just Brittany. So yeah. It's hard to say, like, should it have gone on this long, the conservatorship? I think that's a big question. And, yeah. you know, he, How I long think he was, it was asked that. Yeah, in the interview. And so, I don't know, maybe it's a larger conversation about conservatorships in general, too. Seriously. Well, before I let you go, I got to talk about Brittany's husband, Sam Asghari. In the wake of all of this, he came to his wife's defense after she posted several nude photos of herself on Instagram. So what did he have to say? I think she had faced a lot of backlash from these nude photos that she was posting quite a few of. And he spoke up for the first time about them saying, as her husband, he would prefer her not to post these photos, which is what her kids said too. But on the flip side, he said, who am I to control her? All she's wanted is her freedom and it's her prerogative to post what she wants. All just so interesting. Wishing her the best, of course, as always. And we'll continue to keep you guys updated on all things Brittany Mel. It's always so great to have you on. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me. Well, as the kiddos embark on winter break, I know millions of you out there will be making treks to see loved ones, while others use this time of year to hit the slopes or get away to some sunshine. Well, coming up, we will be joined by People's Food, Travel, Home, and Lifestyle Editorial Director, Sanal Dutt, to talk about all the tips and tricks to help make your holiday travel a little bit easier. And what were those hot spots this year that everyone was clamoring to get to? But before that, if you're looking for a little inspiration for what cookies to make for your holiday parties this week, we've got you covered. After the break, People's Digital Food Editor shares a cookie recipe you're going to absolutely love. We'll be right back. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone and welcome back to people every day as promised it's time to talk cookies christmas cookies that is with our favorite sweet chef food editor anna calderon take it away anna the holidays are here and that means it's officially cookie season you probably make the same cookies year after year so i'm here to convince you to add these chocolate chip and walnut brittle cookies into the rotation Deb Perlman of Smitten Kitchen actually calls them the most perfect dessert because they are extra crunchy, have caramel, crispy edges, and a slightly gooey center. Start by pouring two-thirds cup of granulated sugar into a 10-inch skillet. Cook it undisturbed over medium-high heat until the sugar is partially liquefied, about three to four minutes. Then whisk it constantly until the sugar is copper-colored and slightly smoking, another 30 seconds to one minute. Remove it from the heat and quickly stir in one cup of walnuts. Then scrape the brittle onto a baking sheet lined with parchment and quickly spread it as thin as you possibly can using a spat. Sprinkle it with a quarter teaspoon of flaky salt and chill it in the freezer until it's solid, about 10 to 15 minutes. While that chills, let's make the batter. Beat together a half a cup of butter, a half a cup of packed brown sugar, one third cup of granulated sugar, and three quarter teaspoons of flaky salt with a stand mixer fitted with a paddle attachment. On low speed, just until it's combined, about two minutes. Increase the speed to medium and beat until the butter is softened and somewhat fluffy, about three to four minutes. Then add in one egg, one teaspoon of vanilla, three quarter teaspoon of baking soda, and half a teaspoon of baking powder. Now add in the flour, one and two thirds cup on low speed, just until a few floury patches remain, about 30 seconds. Now that your brittle is chilled, smash it into bite-sized chunks and add it to the dough, along with eight ounces of chocolate chips. Then scoop the dough into balls and bake it at 350 for 10 to 14 minutes. Garnish with more flaky salt and serve warm. You will not regret it. Get this recipe and more on people.com slash food. Now, wasn't that just confection perfection? <laughs> All right, I'll stop my Julia Childs meets Mrs. Doubtfire voice. Thanks for the great recipe, Anna. It is that wonderful time of year where we get to go and see family, just take that dream winter vacation. But it also is that stressful time of year when the reservations are full, the airport lines take a lot longer, and whether you are traveling by plane, train, or automobile, there just does not seem to be an easy way to get anywhere. Here to cover all that with us today is People's Food, Travel, Home, and Lifestyle Editorial Director, Sanal Dutt. Sanal, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Janine. I'm so excited to be here. Let's dive in and start with the best tips for seasonal travel right now. Also, any tips for just making the airport an easier situation? You know, there's really no one answer. So if you want to just let the sites do all the work, companies like Expedia and Travelocity function like online travel agents, you know, one-stop shops. While sites like Kayak are more like search engines where they'll scour sites and individual airlines for deals, and eventually they'll send you directly to those companies to make your purchase. And of course, if you're loyal to a certain airline or have frequent flyer miles, 
it's smart to check out those individual airlines first because you'll be given the same prices you're seeing on the search sites, but you may also snag an amazing deal using points that you won't get to see through the search sites. But before starting to search for flights, though, I always suggest checking Google Flights to get a mm. sense of where prices are and then put a tracker on it. So they'll alert you if prices go down or up, you know, just so you know where you are. Yeah. The one thing I always say when people are looking on Expedia and Kayak, it's important to know that they're likely showing you the cheapest flight option to lure you to buy. But that cheap seat may not actually fit your needs. For instance, they may show you a quote-unquote good fare, but it's the basic economy seat. So you have to pay extra for carry-on luggage and to choose your seat, which is usually a no-go for me. So just be on the lookout for that kind of stuff. As for the airport, the other piece of advice I always give is if you're planning to park your car at the airport, I can't stress how much easier your life will be if you book the parking in advance. Those parking lots, especially the ones that are closest to the terminal, fill up early and quickly during the holidays. So get that out of the way. And also, if you check online, you may actually get a deal on parking. Sometimes the airports will offer 20% off, 30% off if you book ahead. So not only mm. do you have a parking spot waiting for you, but you've also saved some money. Well, now that the world is open for travel, more people started traveling again this year. So what would you say were some of the places that people just could not wait to get to in 2022? Well, if your social feed was anything like my social feed, it was all about Europe. You know, my feeds were mm -hmm. topped with London and Paris and, and Rome. And according to Google, London topped the list of the most searched for travel destination in 2022. And other popular spots this year were Vietnam, Paris, Rome, New York City, Delhi and Mumbai and India. But we're also seeing a lot of interest in areas like the Azores, which are this group of islands off the coast of Portugal and it looks gorgeous. Ooh. So people are starting to spread out from the big cities to a few of the like neighboring areas as well. That takes me to the future. What are some hot spots that you would put on people's radar and on top of those? Well, you know, I think social media has made us think that we need to jump on a flight and fly to Europe or East Asia to have a memorable experience. And Yes, of course, there's so much of the world to see. But I know a lot of us are also on a budget and we're so lucky to have so many amazing travel options here in the United States. And domestic flights are often less expensive. So you can spend a little bit more money on maybe your hotel or shopping. Washington, D.C. is always a fantastic place to explore. And we're seeing a lot of interest in search and bookings in exploring this sort of modern DC. Obviously, the city is filled with history and museums, but it's one of the most dynamic food cities in the country. And for anyone on a budget, most of the museums and monuments are free. Also, Virginia wine country, which is only about an hour drive from DC, is so worth the trip. It's tucked inside the Blue Ridge Mountains and it's producing really high level wines in this beautiful setting. Other cities, Nashville usually gets all the buzz in Tennessee, but cities like Memphis are becoming the hot new places to visit. It's another city really? with this great combination of history and music and culture and food. And I think this is going to be one of the big hotspots in 2023. Well, before I let you go, I would love to know what piece you wrote in the magazine this year that you felt like people connected with? So every year I put together our story on the 50 best things to do, eat, see, and visit in the United States, which ends up being my own personal to-do travel checklist for the year. It's one of my <laughs> favorite stories to put together because it reminds me of all the amazing experiences that are there for us. And many of them are within an hour or two drive from our homes. 
for instance, you can travel to northern Michigan and you can actually see a dazzling display of the northern lights. Like you just wouldn't think that you could see that in America. You don't have to go to like, Iceland. Oh, Iceland. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Iceland is amazing. Don't get me wrong. I also want to go to Iceland, but we can see that here in the States. I did not know that. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> like you can actually stay at the ranch in Montana that Kevin Costner films Yellowstone, or you can ride the tallest roller coaster in the world in New Jersey. It's a little guide to remind you that little things like this actually are great experiences and they're much closer than we think. Happy holidays to you, Sanal. I appreciate this. Happy holidays to you. Thank you so much. Last but not least, we are in the heart of holiday season. And everywhere you go, people are wishing folks a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy New Year, just a happy holidays coming from everyone, everywhere, even from the top guy up there. I'm not talking about the man upstairs. I'm talking about Mr. Maverick, Tom Cruise, who yesterday wished fans happy holidays from the set of his upcoming Mission Impossible sequel. But he didn't send his well wishes from some studio backlot. No, of course not. Cruise was high up in the air preparing for a skydiving stunt when he took a moment to say hello to the fans. Everyone, here we are South Africa. In the clip, which Cruz posted to Twitter, you see him over South Africa, and then you see him say goodbye to the Mission Impossible director as he leaps out and begins his descent toward the ground. But the actor and stuntman wasn't done yet. He really wanted to thank fans for coming out to the movies and allowing him to do these kinds of crazy things. We'll see you down there. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Thank you for supporting Top Gun Maverick. And always thank you for allowing us to entertain you. You have a very safe and happy holiday. We'll see you at the movies. I mean, he's telling all of us to stay safe as he's literally falling from the sky. Just, wow, amazing. And if any one of you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick yet, it's streaming soon, hitting Paramount Plus this Thursday, December 22nd. Well, that's our show for today. Thanks as always for downloading and listening. And let's do it all again tomorrow, right here on People Every Day. 